What's up, boys? I hope you are having an incredible day. Just a reminder that we drop every Tuesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. And if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can listen to our podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. This episode of Bustin' with the Boys, the Boys, is presented by Barstool Sports. What's going on, guys? Are you sunbathing? Because you look tan. No, um, I'm not. We can get into it. I got a, I got a regiment. I saw you pushing a car the other day. Yeah, dude. I'll do anything for clout now. I'll, I'll sell out for the brand. Wait, see, you know wait. Let's, let's wait before we start. I want to hear this. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Are we recording? <laughs> no, we started. Me? We, we just. Need we just Oh, okay. We're yeah, starting. We're starting. We're already, we're already, that's what we do. Like, I, I don't know how you and PFT do it, but like literally we get on, we start recording and then about three minutes in and we feel like we should tell our guests like, Hey, by the way, now you've been recorded for three minutes. Yeah. Okay. That's probably the fence. Love that. Do I need to record anything on my end? Well, no, I don't uh, think so. What do you, what do you mean? Like give me, give an example. Like usually I record my zoom um, as a backup when we record PMT. I don't know if your uh, producer's doing that. We're all in on whatever we're on right now. We're on Zoom. Okay. We're all in. Zach, all if in. you want to give <laughs> me balls, second it's one. over. Yeah. Zach or Alex, if you want to give me permission to record my own stream, I'll do it. So that way you can have a backup. I don't care if you don't want to do it, whatever. Hey, Zach, somebody chime in and let, and let them know. You guys know more about that than us. Yeah, just uh, give them permission. You have permission. Yeah, you have permission. I don't yeah, have permission. Ahead. It says, please request record permission from the meeting host he doesn't mean no i I wasn't like saying like permission like oh hey zach will you let me like you give me verbal permission i'm talking about the technical permission to record i know i can do whatever the fuck i want zach no you can't can't. you're on our podcast if we if we were on your podcast we would have to ask verbal permission but that was great with the boys that was great like like i'm i'm like some uh super nervous like a-list celebrities like i'm gonna have my people recorded as well just in case you guys try to take me out of context here no question (laughs) no i need actual permission zach No, Whatever. anytime, anytime somebody brings up like, "Hey, should we do like a certain intro to bust with the boys?" or like ad reads in the middle, I think we get a little too queasy, like being structured. So, we're like, oh, we'll just figure it out afterwards. I love yeah, it. We'll just figure it out. I love it. So I'm happy to be here with you guys. We're. Uh, I'm not tanning. You asked that question. Um, yeah, I did. I have a. I do have a regiment that I go. Um, you know, you guys are different setups. Will you're in Nashville right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm in and, Nashville and Taylor, right you're out in California. I'm in New York city. It sucks. I'm, you know, my apartment is fine, but it's small and, uh, living with a baby too. So we take a lot of walks and I have a, I have a weighted vest that I put on every day and I just walk around my neighborhood looking like I'm like a, a ex Navy seal. Um, even though obviously I'm too much of a pussy to be in the military, but yeah, it's pretty, that's pretty much all I do every day. It's my weighted vest and I walk around and try to get some steps in my Fitbit. I think uh, I think being in the military is definitely something people would say, yeah, I'd love to do it, but never actually have the balls to actually do it. It's one of those right. things where we we think we're cool enough, we think we'd be badass enough, 
but at the end of the day, we're just not. All right. There, there's also probably a spike in that right now because everyone's playing Call of Duty and they're like, "Holy shit, this is this is for me." Like I could this definitely be special ops, and then they forget that they've also just haven't left their apartment for three weeks straight and have just been eating pizza and like ice cream yeah. every day. So, but that's kind of where we're at. I think they want to get that in the show in their game. They get shot fifteen to sixteen times. Like you died <laughs> seven times that day. Yeah. So like. You're like, oh, I can, I can do this. Like, no, because you, the first time you died, it's, oh, that's the game. Like, yes. you've lost. <laughs> and then the comeback is like, no, totally no, over. they're spawn killing me right now. If no, they weren't fucking spawn killing yeah, me. Yeah, they figured There's out where no, I'm respawning. It's, it's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Yo, so, what's it yeah, like yeah, in New yeah. York? What's it's, it like uh, out there? Yeah. Like, what is boots on the ground? What is it fucking like? It's empty, man. It's weird. I mean, it's not empty, empty. Like, I actually went to the office last night because we recorded a bunch of interviews. Um, like, no traffic anywhere uh walking on the street you'll see a few people everyone's wearing masks now like the progression of masks has gone from like two weeks ago only like a couple people now 90 percent of the people you see are wearing masks and it's just not a lot of people and it's it's weird like if you if you came to new york right now it would probably look like uh a regular mid-sized city but being in new york and seeing how empty it is comparatively is eerie because usually new york is like you can't get away from people and now, you know, I'll go out for a walk with with uh, my son and, and my dog at like eight in the morning, and I won't see like more than like ten people. Jesus. Dude, I can't. I mean, I, when I think of New York right now and how everything's in quarantine, I literally, literally think of I Am Legend. How every day, like you're probably Dude, that's going exactly out to the what I think too. And streaming yeah. out every day at noon, trying to tell people, "Hey, I'm here. If you can hear me, I'm here." I think Will did a thing like that on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that, it, it's it's a it's a wild setup. I can't I can't imagine California's not far behind but it's not as congested as new york but right. it's everyone for the last week or two has started to wear masks like i was yes. at the gas station just me getting gas i i literally three homeless people came out to me i'm not even joking some guy literally i was wearing gloves i wasn't wearing a mask i'm probably gonna get coronavirus because of it but he came up to me and started like yelling at me because that arizona license plates how like am i trying to get away from corona and then i for some reason decided to explain to this homeless man that the coronavirus is worse in California than it is in Arizona. He wasn't, he just started yelling at me. He should now go to Scottsdale and there's probably going to go stay at the Hyatt. It was a long, it was, it was a long journal thing. Basically I got in my car and I drove away as fast as I could, but I got gas. So mission accomplished. But you guys have, I would assume backyards, right? Yes. Yeah. A little one. Yes. So that's, that changes everything. Like I don't have a backyard. I don't, you know, it's just that space. You don't realize like my apartment is, is, big or not big but it's like it's big for new york right like a thousand square feet whatever it may be but once you live in a thousand square feet with no outdoor space you're like holy shit this is not as big as i thought it was and i could not live in new york yeah i could not live in new york at all so yeah we're we're going crazy but uh you know it's weird too i mean you guys must be like you know you, you you come on to barstool the season ends like hit the ground running with content and now this it's like the worst timing for uh a new podcast I mean, a relatively new podcast that sucks yeah the thing the thing for me is like will and i over the last week have literally just sat down we've talked on the phone more than we probably would in a week and we've just been brainstorming about ideas we started a new thing called picking with the boys that we had an idea about but because of this thing it kind of was like well let's just get it started start doing it now like we might as well start pushing content out as much as possible and we have things backloaded with which some people agree with some people disagree with but for us, it's kind of like 
I mean, this is our chance to kind of like get our brainstorming ideas and put them into motion. Yeah. And so, and it's definitely different because I'm, I'm in California. He's in, he's in Nashville, but I'll be in, I'll be in Nashville in a couple of weeks. Nice. It's, nice. it's kind of yeah. like that military, that military mantra, adapt or die. It's like, we're, I'm sitting back and I'm watching all, I'm like, okay, we have one podcast we drop a week. We're steering, we're, we're sitting nice. We were supposed to go to LA. Uh, Barstool was going to send us to LA and do uh, bus with the boys out in LA. We had to cancel that. So you're kind of sitting back like, hey, we're going to have to do podcasts because we can't have anybody come on the bus now. And we only have, I think after this, we only have like two actual being on the bus podcasts left. So we had to kind of think, okay, when the quarantine ends and everybody goes back to normal life and people could actually come on the bus, we'll need some kind of buffer. So that way we don't have any drag or have to skip any weeks. So we're like saving those couple we have left. And now we're going to go, now we're adapting to Zoom, which you're our first guest, by the way. And uh, there we go. You, you could just kind of sit back and think like, okay, let's watch and see how Barstool does all their stuff now. Cause everybody's going to have to adapt on the internet somehow. And they kind of, you know, you guys kind of create and run the internet. So I've just been sitting back and anything that comes up, Taylor and I get on the phone and we're like, Hey, what, what in the hell can we do other than just like one podcast that we're going to just annoy everybody out, annoy everybody about all week long around one episode that people aren't watching or listening to podcasts near as much now. It's kind of, you just kind of got to adapt and go. It is weird, but it's been kind of fun too. It, it's mm. definitely weird. The, the weirdest part for me is like the, the adapting thing isn't even happening because we're just going back in time. Like I've had this conversation with like KFC and Dave and, and K Marco and Feidelberg and like all the guys have been around forever. And it's like, we're doing exactly what we did five years ago. And by that, I mean, waking up in your apartment, sitting down, sitting at your computer for like 12 hours and just like making content on your own, like not talking to anyone, like G chatting with a few people, but that's what we did for years. So we're back to square one. I feel like we're just going back in time to the original bar stool. And it's kind of fun. Like, I hope it doesn't last very long because I want sports to come back, but there's been parts of it. That's been like, this is kind of fun to go back in time. There's a lot of people right now saying that season's not happening. The NFL season will not happen. Who? Kirk Herbstreet Kirk Give Herbstreet me the name. came Fuck out. Fuck Kirk Herbstreet. Okay, whoa. All right. Let's yeah, yeah, that's up. heavy. We're not saying that. Well, Okay, on, that's fine. I said it. I've, I've, gone, I've gone up and down on <laughs> No, Kirk no, Herbstreet that the before. season's not happening. No, listen. No, Kirk, fuck it. Kirk. I, I actually like Kirk Herbstreet as an announcer, but fuck him for saying that because that was such a ridiculous thing to say when he said it, and he was doing it for headlines, it like and he got everyone in a panic. So, Kirk Herbstreet, I got no beef with you other than that particular comment, which was fucked up. I'll tell you what, I DM'd him. That's how upset I was. I DM'd him and I said, hey, where'd you get this information? Who are you talking to? Is there somebody, you do you know scientists? Are there people you know? And he literally just sent me his phone number and said, if you want to talk, call me. I haven't, I haven't had the balls to call Let's him yet. call him right now. That's what he said? Call him right now. You want me to? <laughs> yeah, yeah call, call him right, right now. now. Like, Kirk, what do you, you got to tell him that we're recording. I think that's, yeah, uh, say, what's the law. deal we got? I got into it with, I can't remember what I, I got into it with him a couple couple months ago and then he followed me i can't remember i i think i yelled at him because he was i thought he was being mean to wisconsin during a game or something like true meatball shit can you guys hear it rain yeah what's up bro? yeah kirk what's up it's taylor lewan tell him before he talks any farther i uh, before you talk any farther you i'm on a zoom podcast right now we can delete it if you want i'm with big cat from barstool and will compton so we're we're literally just talking. Big Cat had some strong words for you about the comments you made <laughs> about. I have strong words for myself too. Oh, he said he has strong words for himself too. 
he, we were talking about how you said you, you'd be surprised if the college, college football and NFL happened. Do you still believe yeah. that? Put it close to a microphone, Taylor. About quarantining and Dr. Fauci and all their updates and things that we would get every day. And when I did that interview, I was doing it with the East and radio guy. And I'm friend, I've been friends with for like 30 years. And I was almost just thinking out loud. The way, the way it was recorded, it was like I declared there will not be any football on top of a mountain, which was the last thing I would ever do or even – I'm just talking, you know, like me talking to you right now, just just thinking out loud of how serious this uh, this virus is and how we got to really look at the possibility of maybe not having football in the fall. And I said, I'd be surprised if they can grind it without a quarantine. And, I, you know, if you look at it now, I think starting on time, after talking to a lot of, a lot of decision makers, I think starting on time is uh, – still something we all hold on to hope for we all hope that that's a possibility but i think what i've learned is they're, they're building four or five different contingency plans on depending on when they free the country up you know when everybody's safe we'll start on time that's that's option a do we need to push it back a month you know that's that'd be you know starting in october or november they've talked about starting in december or january and the latest is even talking about starting, we're talking college and NFL, possibility of starting it in, in late February and March, which would put us you know, playing college football basically like a spring sport, playing March and April and May and playing bowl games in June, wow. which is just bizarre. But that's what, that's what the decision makers are realistic. They're trying anything and everything they can do to salvage if it comes to that salvage a football season um you know man i'm the I'm, I'm the last guy that wants football season to cancel man I, yeah i think well i think you're the second to last guy big cat is he's having a very hard time can you hear can me you, can you hear I, me Kirk? I, have, I have my headphones in I'll oh you have, your headphones. You have all right well so, i just tell cat, tell Tell Kirk that after after hearing what he just said, I will retract. I did just say fuck Kirk Curb Street for that uh -huh. statement. I will retract it now. Okay, so Big Cat Big Cat did say on this podcast that we're, we're still recording <laughs> that he said fuck Kirk Curb Street because of the comments you made, not because of the person you are. And he is now retracting that statement. Are you still with me? My service is terrible. No, so I'm, I'm here. Okay, and so no, I, I hey, want you to know, Kirk. Tell my second that. Yes. You said what? Tell my second that. Okay. He All seconds, right, retracted. You, 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 retracted. It's retracted. I, so Kirk, but his initial yeah. I felt the same way. Yeah, no, I, I'll be honest with you. I when well, you know, I, I DM'd you on Twitter. That's how we got this conversation. Yeah. And because yeah. I was worried because I love football just as much as the next guy. Yeah. And I and to me, is it like we go August and then once January hits, it's like, okay, guess no football. But you're saying that there's a there's a chance there's here a that really we go strong possibility that if if it comes to that, and we're talking like. Last ditch effort. They're trying everything they can to salvage a season. If it comes to it, basically having basically kind of like what we just had with the XFL, like a spring football, but it'd be college football in in season, you know, months like March and April and May and June. Jeez. I mean, think about this. Think about going back to your days in Ann Arbor. Then you've got what four or five weeks to recover, and now you got to start. Because they're they're gonna get, hope to get back to business in twenty one. Now you got to get ready to get going for 
combine for the next season. You know, yeah. if you're an underclassman. So does that, that does that the NFL play that way? And I know Big I know you had a question. We'll do I one more and then we'll let we'll let you go because this is this yeah. is this is becoming a weird four way kind of weird <laughs> triangle podcast now that it's making us all a little uncomfortable. I, I picture I picture the beginning of this podcast is just you know the Barack Obama the picture where it said hope. It's going to be yeah. your your face on top of that just with the image of football behind you. But here's here's how I see. So you're saying these kids are going to go do college football in March, April, May. No, no I'm saying if it comes. To if that, it comes to that, no, 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 no. I'm not. I, I'm going to put words in your mouth. Hopefully they're, hopefully they're still going to be on time. But if yeah. it, they're willing to go as far as pushing this thing back to the spring just to try to salvage having the football season. I mean, that's that would be like last-ditch effort type of stuff. And hopefully it'll it'll be able to start on time, and if maybe it's pushed back a month. I, I'm not declaring, again, anything. I'm just telling you what I'm being told, that they're willing to try to do anything and everything to try to make the, the 20 football season happen. And if it comes to pushing it back to the spring, then, then they're going to look into that and see if they can make that a possibility. But... Like I said, hopefully, hopefully we'll have you guys in July. We start seeing the ball in in, uh, in August, September. That's that's the hope. We're all still holding out hope for that. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I think I think it'll happen. Big hit. Give you last question. Last question. Last question. The last question. Kirk, Kirk, why he doesn't like the Badgers and why he uh, carried the water for the refs during the Rose Bowl when they did a horrible job and screwed over Wisconsin. Okay, so this is not this. Okay, this is not biased at all, but. He, Kirk wants to know. Uh, sorry, Big Cat wants to know why you hate the Badgers, right? Yes. And why and why you carried the waters for the ref refs during the Rose Bowl? Right. Two things. It's gonna kill him to know this. Barry Alvarez, I call him Al Capone, is probably my closest friend in the coaching <laughs> business. The last team that I hate are the Wisconsin Badgers. I get accused of being a Wisconsin Badger homer. I love the Badgers. I love everything that they represent. Constant overachievers. How do you not like Wisconsin or Iowa teams like that? Yeah. Hey, or Nebraska, or Nebraska. Tell them Nebraska. He's guilty of hearing what he wants to hear, like most fans. If you listen with objective ears, you would know that I love the Badgers. Just like Michigan. Yep. Fair. Just Fair. like Michigan. I, I said. Yeah, I, I, I respect Michigan. You know that. I don't know, Kirk, because you you went to Ohio State. It's, it's tough. <laughs> and then I, I remember I remember walking in. I remember walking into Vrabel's office, and you two were looked like you were sipping tea to, with each other, just laughing <laughs> when he got the head coaching job. And you guys were on your O H I O high horses, staring at me, staring down at me, because it's been <laughs> it's been a it's been not a good rival. I wouldn't even say it's been a rivalry lately. Michigan's uh, down, and I know I know the president would say the same thing. It'll come back, but tell him the, I did not I did not do anything. I don't even remember what he's talking about with the refs. But no, man, he, he's way off base. Yeah, he's well, he's in New York, so you anti, don't know what he's going. Anti Badger. I'm, I'm he's going through a lot right now. I'm going to call Barry as soon as we hang up and tell him that he said that. Uh, uh, hey, well, I, hey, let me tell you, I appreciate you picking up the phone, and uh, I had a request coming up in the future. Maybe do a Zoom podcast with the boys, bust with the boys. Maybe do a collab with a part of my take as well. Love to. All right, man. Tell Big Cat I'm a fan. Keep up the great work. All right, we will. Thank you. Before we go on to the next segment, we uh, you guys know the drill. The boys got the boys got some uh, no free shout outs, ads to read, make a few pennies. Um, I'm telling I'm I'm 
about to do these ads. It is Easter Sunday. So by the time you guys listen to this, uh, I just want to say happy Easter. I hope everyone had a great Easter. I hope everybody's staying salty out there in these, uh, in these weird times. I hope everyone is adapting, improvising, and overcoming all the bullshit that's going on with whatever it is that's had to change up and a curveball that's been thrown at you. Um, but anyway, without further ado, we got to do, we got to do what's right. Simply safe. Um, with all the uncertainty in the world, feeling safe at home has never been more important. That's why I want to talk to you about Simply Safe. That is S I M P L I. It's weird. It's a. It's the way they spell Simply Safe. Simply Safe Home Security. They're longtime friends of Bustin' with the Boys, and for good reason. Simply Safe has made it easy to finally get comprehensive protection for your home. There's no technician, no salesperson that needs to come and disrupt your house, disrupt whatever you're doing. You don't need to pay any outrageous monthly fees. Or sign a two-year contract. You just order online, set it up yourself. It takes under an hour. My uh, fiance and I, we did it within 30 minutes. And your home is protected 24-7 with emergency dispatch for break-ins, fire, and more. All for just 50 cents a day. And we're not the only fans of Simply Safe. U- U.S. News and World Report named Simply Safe the best overall home security of 2020. That's a big, that's big. It's not hard to do in 2020 just because the way 2020 is going right now, but that it's a huge award for the boys. Shout out Simply Safe, no free shout outs. Right now, when you head to simplysafe.com slash bussin, um, all of our listeners will get free shipping and a 60 day free trial. Risk free. 60 days, risk free. Uh, that's simplysafe.com slash bussin um, to make sure they know that our show sent you from Simply, Fa- from Simply Safe and all of us here at Bussin with the boys. The boys? We are wishing you safety and good health. Did you, okay, before you go, before you say anything, do you say that he said, I'm a big fan of Big Cat and keep up the good work, and I said, thank you. I take that credit. Do you see that? But he did say, uh, and I actually, so I'm looking it up, uh, the tweet, because I was like, why was I mad at him? And I'm looking it up, and I want to say to my credit, this is us just being way too nice to each other, but. I said that I was displacing my anger at him during the Rose Bowl, and I still think they're the best booth because they are. They're the best booth in, in college football. I don't think that's up for discussion. So it's good that Kirk Herbstreet, uh, I was able to retract it. He seems like he doesn't – he thinks they're, they're doing everything they can to get a football season. And we just made some uh, podcast memories right there. We did. It was beautiful. Speaking hey, of memories, we should, we, we should open Taylor's, it all. Taylor's Kirk, got some beef. Hang on. Taylor's got some beef with Kirk. I, well, I was just going to bring to. it up. I used to. Kirk, Kirk tweeted after we played the Raiders one game that I was a fake tough guy. Basically, basically just called me a piece of shit. Basically said I was a fake tough guy, piece of shit. And um, we worked it out. And I feel like this is a perfect opportunity for May 7th, 2014. You tweeted that I was going to be a bust. So now we have a huge opportunity. Okay. Well, hey, to, Big Cat said that? Right. Yeah, he did but, tweet that. But, oh, but, but to, no, to be fair, To be fair to Big Cat. I think he was going on a rampage. I think he called everybody a bust in that draft. Except the Bears oh. pick. Yes, Except- which was Kevin White. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I think, I mean, my draft is pretty, it was pretty awful. I think it was Jadavian Clowney, Zach Martin, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., Xavier Rhodes was in that thing, uh, Ryan Shazier. It was, a, it was a pretty shitty draft, to say the oh, least. Oh, we get your point. Wait, yeah. so wait, so um hold on. I want to go back to wait, well who was wait, was that Kevin White though? That might not have been. Uh it might have been Fuller, Kyle Fuller. Kyle Fuller, yeah, yeah. Who is not a bust. The next year was Kevin White. Um do you think I feel like people call you uh a fake tough guy, like 
I've heard that a few times. What the hell's yeah. that from? Like, where's the I genesis think from? I, I think people are just really starting to figure me out. You know, I, at the end of the day, I, I talk a lot of game and then I don't really I back it up too much. You know, I do. I get in it with cornerbacks. I don't really get in with D linemen. I, I, I kind of like, I take the easy way out. Yeah. I take the easy way out. I, I think I've just really enjoyed getting Barstool to make me go viral. And so I've, I think from the beginning when it was, um, who's, who's your boy, uh, Josh Norman, shot mm-hmm. the arrow at him. He's not going to beat me up in a fight. That's a, that's a win-win right there. All right. Yeah. Hit, hit him with the arrow and move on. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, now a personal friend of the bus and us. And um, got in his face. He felt like a ton of bricks. You know? That's I think smart. I'm just figure it out. Yes. Uh, it is, it's playing smarter, not harder. Right. So when people but, say uh, you're a fake tough guy, like, you're like, yeah, so? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, I still block you, right? Yeah. Like, what if I say, well, I block you, so whatever. <laughs> it, is, it is what it is. I think, like, well, I mean, I think he I gets it talk, because I, he start. he start. Hang on, hang on. As somebody who played against you, he's somebody. Who, he's somebody who likes to chirp when they're already winning in a head, which oh, you got to respect. Yeah, you got to oh, respect absolutely. that. Like it's Thank tough. You. Like when you're losing and somebody's chirping you, there's not a whole lot you can do. So you reactively just think, "Oh, what's the easiest thing to call him?" And it's fake tough okay. guy or front okay. runner. Are you, okay, I did talk shit to JJ Watt when we were down about 21 points in Houston. I was like, fuck you, JJ, you try hard white guy, piece of shit. Like started going off on him. And he looked at me and he goes, scoreboard pussy. And like kept jogging off like between plays. And I like, I, for some reason, never been more mad in football in my entire life. That was the maddest I've ever gotten. JJ Watt is a hall of famer. He's a first not hall of famer. He's an incredible football player. Can't stand him. Well, Can't stand JJ Watt. So that taught you the lesson to never talk shit when you're down. Well, it's just, it's like, let's play chess, not checkers. Why would I talk shit to you when I'm down? Like, we're, we're, like it's the fourth quarter. I'm down by 21 points. The game's lost. It's over. What am I going to do? What am I going to salvage my pride? I can, I can salvage that by just shutting my mouth and moving on to the next game. Play so, hard finished. So do you I still – I do talk shit. I talk shit in the beginning of games. When it wins at zeros, my mouth is running. Will knows that. All right? When, and if it's close, I'm talking. As soon as things get out of hand – Time to, time to zip it up, buckle it up, and kind of get ready to move on to week, week two or week three, whatever we're on next. That's just the reality. It's what you got to do. Yeah. You're like, no way. No way. Fuck that. I'm a, I'm a real G. I, I do everything. No. Just leave it alone. Like, if you're losing and you're getting your ass kicked, let the other guy talk shit to you. They've won the battle, even if you've been beating him all game. So, do you still hate JJ Watt? Yeah, I'm not a fan. So, we, my wife and her, uh, my wife put on a Houston strong event. She raised eighty thousand dollars in two days for the the hurricane in Houston. Um, and they're talking about where we should donate it, and they want to do Red Cross, but Red Cross like chops off ten percent off the top for them to keep their stuff going. And the only foundation that doesn't take anything off the top was the boy JJ Watt. Mm-hmm. Never, never got a thank you card. Never got a phone call. We have the same agent. Well. 80,000. I mean, that's he would he raised like 20 million. million yeah, dude, you're million like a place. you're a fucking you're like a, a drop of piss in the toilet. It would have been th- it would have been 39.2 if I didn't donate though. 30, I'm sorry, 30.92. I, I used to we used to go after JJ, but we went out and interviewed him in Wisconsin. And I, I'm like friendly with him now. And I just I, I think he was trying too hard at the beginning of his career, and he's mm-hmm. kind of realized like he doesn't have to be a superhero. 
And he's a genuinely nice guy. Like if I meet someone and I talk to them and it's like, this guy's just a nice person. I'm not going to keep hating them. I'm not going to keep busting their balls the same way because that's just what JJ, like he's a nice guy. He has good intentions. He's, I think he's a loyal guy. I think he's like probably a very good friend to his friends. So yeah, he could be corny sometimes, but he's admitted that he's corny. And if you could admit it, like you, you kind of, you kind of solve the riddle. Like if you, if we had interviewed JJ and he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not corny. Like, that's just who I am. We'd be like, fuck this. But he admitted, like, yeah, I tried a little right. too hard to start, like, my career. Sorry. Yeah, I, think you, I think you can accept it's that because the, the, things, the things that, I, I like, I would hear, allegedly, is that he always knows when the camera's around and stuff of that nature. He's admitted but knowing that. knowing that, I have heard that. He's, he's admitted like, that. He's, yeah. he's actually admitted that. Oh, he's yeah. admitted that. Yes, he's admitted that like he right, did that go. too much. So and 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 it, anytime someone does that, I think it uh it's like hey you know what he learned from like we've all made mistakes we're all fucking idiots when we were younger we all like don't know how to deal with success don't know how to deal with this that or the other like I think about twenty three year old me and I cringe you know what I mean like I'm sure you guys have the same moments yeah, yeah, for so. Sure. It's just he just happened to be in front of millions and millions and millions of people all the time, and everything was being videotaped. So his cringeworthy moments are something that we can basically make fun of nonstop. Yeah, Do you, I think okay. what really pissed me off was the fact that he's and Taylor can attest this too. There is no one on their own running however many half gassers in like a whole extra practice after a tra- after a hard training camp day. Mm-hmm. I saw that on mm-hmm. Hard Knocks, and I was like, "This dude, this is false." Because we on the Redskins, we practice against them. So we were around, we saw this stuff, and then you see it on TV, and you're like, this is, this is bullshit. Like, that's how, you, that's how we identified that, like, he knows when the camera's on him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And play, playing, with, playing with guys that have played with him have, has expressed the same thing. However, if you're willing to admit that you're, you've pushed a little too far, which I can attest that I have too, and we're all about retracting statements right now, I might need to talk to him. I might need to have a conversation with JJ. I might need to have a sit down Zoom conversation. But I, I think that I've I've might have I might have gone a little too hard on JJ. And um, yeah, I retract wow. my statement. Taylor, we oh, should I we know. should have him on Taylor, and we should just both apologize to him. I can help you when, bridge the gap. Yeah, I'll bridge you. I'll bridge the gap. If we're about retracting, I once I heard that, I'm like, okay, if he's admitted, like I can get on board with that because if I know you, if, if he confronted me to my face, listen. I would probably fold. Well, and no. that, if no. he's like, hey, hey, you talking all this shit? Oh, whoa, whoa, take it easy, big guy. I probably didn't say all that. But now, that's, like, let's, go sit over, even, let's go sit over here and have a question and have a good chat. He wouldn't do that because he's a nice guy. And he also, like, I think there's something to be said. Um, you guys don't fall in this camp. I don't fall in this camp. But I think there are certain people, and everyone has that friend who's like, you know that friend who doesn't really bust balls? He's just a nice guy. Like, you have yeah. friends that are just not capable of – like giving each other shit like that one guy in your friend group who's just a nice guy and everyone likes him and it's like but you know that like he's not going to be able to give it back so you don't give it to him as hard like that's kind of what I always figured when I met JJ I was like oh I have a friend just like you like this makes sense you know you're What's you're a good dude you can be part of the crew and I'm not gonna say his name because then he'll be <laughs> mad that I busted his balls here but like there's that one guy you know most times most of your friends like almost all my friendships are just pretty much shitting on each other all the time mm-hmm. and so but then you got one guy who's like yeah you just kind of you root for him and you're like hey he's a nice guy let's let's root for his success yeah i i, I would say most of my friendships are like that 
Will is my person for that. Like, I don't like to give him too hard of a time because he does fold. Yeah. He's like his dog. Whoa, he is kind whoa, of a pussy whoa, like Get that. the fuck out he of here, Will, no, we're, hey. we're not bringing this shit up. If there's anybody who can take jokes, it's the boy. If there's anybody who can't okay. take jokes, it's mm-hmm. Taylor Lewan. Okay. okay. Oh, man. Here's where, here's where we are, Will. We're in a classic Mexican standoff here. This is the situation, you know, when you're with your friends and you say, hey, stop being sensitive. Mm-hmm. And you think to yourself, like, no, I'm not being sensitive. But you realize, like, however hard you react to being sensitive, now you are actually proving them right by being sensitive. Yes. So the only way, the only way to beat that will with my wall, okay. Okay. All right, Will. You win. You triggered. That's fine. You can, I'm not hey, triggered. Have that. I'm going to call hey, it will. <laughs> Hey, Will, you can have your moment. Yeah, don't fucking take, don't take. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, hey, okay, whoa. okay, 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 okay. Yeah. All right. Let, let me ask you guys this because obviously people want to hear about this. Where are we at with our beef? Because you guys, you know, now we're coworkers. That's true. Uh, That's true. You started the beef. And then, yeah, I, I, I you know, it was, it was a well-played beef. Hang I on. never was actually mad. It was Hell pretty well. funny. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just, I get it. Like you're, you've, you've grown, like you guys, Barstool, like they understand the game. And for you to say we started the beef is false, 1,000% false. Here's why. Hang on. Hang okay. On. Okay. We, when Vrabes came on his favorite podcast, which has been addressed already. Part of my take. They, he the actually said, Bustle with the boys. We listened listen to the same clip, opening, and it backfired on you. Mm-hmm. Um, when he came on and said he would snip his piece off for a Super Bowl, you guys addressed it in your next podcast, and you said, not I quote, but – in some form or fashion you were like i can't believe he came on he's like one of our football guys i can't believe he didn't come on our podcast and say that he went on his offensive lineman's podcast i don't even know what it's called what and what's said he where's his, stop me where i've, I've hang said on, hang something on. wrong and, P, and pft goes yeah why didn't he go on his defensive players podcast or something and i've i played for the man too on defense and you're like oh i don't know you guys kind of use it all and then if you take Vrabel's clip or jalen ramsey's clip when he talked about like him talking shit to uh, receivers or whatever, you guys will take your image and quote him, and then it'll be like a little down in the corner via busting with the boys. It's very small print down the corner. Tiny. You guys okay. still like, won't address us as okay. with the boys. Okay. Talk All right. About, talking about eight, eight point font times New Roman. Not okay. even a little class to it. Nothing. <laughs> All <laughs> fair. Go. All right. Let me give you from my perspective. One, go I ahead. remember vividly I was reading the ESPN article. So oh. I, you got to fire your social team because I didn't see it from you guys. I read it off an ESPN article. Okay. We were in the incubator stage. Two, Two was our first your, one. Yeah, your social team. You guys, whoever was running your social account, I think their only job was to wake up and comment on part of my take tweets and Instagrams and my tweets and Instagrams. And that's all they did for like a month. It was, I couldn't go anywhere without busting with the boys popping up. That's good. Hey, hey that's hey, good guess branding. What, guess what? <laughs> guess what, big cat? You're going <laughs> to RIP Matt Neely, but damn it, he did it for the boys. Okay, he did, man. Matt he did Neely. RIP Matt Neely. Sorry, I didn't know I, that's. Uh, I, it's okay. Right. It's, it's probably it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No. You didn't know. Okay. No, 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 he didn't but know. you but you, you also tweeted. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. He would. He would, Yeah. He'd be. Matt Neely. We're thinking this. about you right now. Great job, dude. You fucking crushed it because hey, I. But literally you woke you, up and I turned my. I would look over my shoulder and it would be that fucking stupid ass logo in that terrible room. <laughs> yeah. It's so gross. Yeah. Right in my fucking comments, dude. Let's but go, you, tweet, you tweeted too, like. 
Uh, I think like Terry Lamont won't stop being annoying to me or something. So here, here, here you like go. Here, times. He said, here you go. Here's your shout out. Bust with the boys. So just the level of disrespect that kind of built up over time, it made for a good okay. piece in the old memory bank. Now here we are. Playing here, chess. Here's what, just playing here, chess. Hold on. Fast forward. Big cat, fast forward real yeah, quick. Yeah. We can go back to this, but we're going to quit and Tarantino those things. That's what we do in the bus. Fast forward. We're walking through Barstool headquarters. You come in in this, oh. This jumpsuit, this seventies jumpsuit, yeah. with your with your glasses on like this, and go. I knew what you guys were doing the whole time. I knew what you guys yeah. were up to the whole time. You, well, I mean, you were commenting on everything, so I kind of figured it. Well, you took our and stuff. Look, you were using us. our stuff as material. <laughs> yeah, I was quoting an ESPN article. So then, my favorite quote, and maybe your producer can put this in, but my favorite quote was when Taylor said, "You guys were like shitting on me," and you were like. Anyone thinks that they can put a microphone in front of their face and be funny and and build an audience. And I was like, is Taylor realize he's talking about his fucking self right now? He started a podcast three weeks ago. Rollback Activewear is for the boys. The boys? Um, it's spelled R-H-O-B-A-C-K. Really threw me for a loop. When we got the package, I opened the box. I fell in love right away because, hear me out, I saw there's a, their gear. I'm about to get into it in a second, the active wear. But I saw two rope hats, a white with some navy blue and a navy blue rope hat. And they got this good little boy. They, their, their logo is an embroidered outline of a dog. So it's just a good old boy sitting right on top, right on your hat. Small, simple. I loved it right away. P- took the white hat out, threw it on, and started opening up the package to see what's in there. Roback is new to the show, but not to the office. The guys over at Roback Actor have been sending us some of their performance tees, polos, Q-zip pullovers, everything, dude. I mentioned the rope hats. I'm in love with their shit. Roback has been uh, the undercover brand founded by friends of Barstool that is sneaky them boys are sneaky. They're sneaky taking over the office because their fabric is so soft. It's dual threat activewear. It's the best fit and the best feel. Um, they're sneaky because their gear is, is popping up all over the place. From Baker Mayfield repping their hat at the Indian Games, Sam Hubbard repping their polos on the golf course, even Bengals head coach Zach Taylor. Shout out to boy Zach Taylor for being a Cornhusker, dude. Shout out to Nebraska Cornhuskers. Even the even he was rocking a rollback Q-zip at the Combine. Their gear's legit. And it's there's no surprise that it's popping up all over the place. It's on my head right now. I'm wearing the I'm wearing the white rope hat right now. Roback's performance tees are some of the best and softest tees we've ever seen. They have silver yarn uh, embedded into the fabric. Shout out silver, no free shout outs. This basically means you can sweat on their tees for a few days in a row and they won't start smelling. That's huge for us. You guys know when you throw them shirts on, especially them active wear. The first time you wear it, you're wearing it a little too. You wear it a little longer. You start sweating a little bit, and you got that little new fabric stench, dude. That you get, you get a little insecure about and uncomfortable about. Not with Roback. The Roback's polos and Q-zips are unbelievable too. Their Q-zips are incredibly comfortable, and the polos aren't your typical boxy dad look golf polos. No shot at the dads out there. We love the dads. I'm hopefully I'll be a, da- a great dad one day. But the wicking fabric, stiff collars. Apparently, the founders went through 20 iterations to make the collar the perfect stiffness. Um, no pause. So they last forever. The perfect stiffness. You boys know about perfect stiffness. And so will you in this rollback active gear. So whether you're playing Madden on the couch or going for a run, rollback has you covered with some of the most comfortable gear in the game. Also, shout out rollback's dog logo, no free shout outs, and the rollback ridge on the back of their shirts. They're dog people. 
I'm a dog person. You're a dog person. This is this is this is gonna be magic. Just go over to Roback.com. That's R H O B A C K dot com and use code Bussin, B U S S I N, for twenty percent off all polos, Q zips, and tees with the code Bussin, um, Ropats, whatever. They just released some fire performance polos and new Q-Zips, perfect for the warm weather rolling in. So go check them out at Roback.com. Lastly, they wanted to shout out and congratulate the boys for joining the Barstool fam. And they're reserving us a parking spot uh, for the bus on the fucking moon because that's where we're going with Barstool, dude. Shout out Roback. Go to Roback.com. Use code BUS and 20% off. Hey, what's funny about that podcast is is Taylor like started that podcast and he was going back in on the whole Barstool because we had posted more content. About we're like with Quentin Nelson. We're and with t- Quentin Nelson. Yeah, yeah, Taylor was going in, and I remember like, hey, are we sure we want to get into this little dilemma with Barstool? And then at the end, he's like, hey, I just want you to know, I, I apologize. We're going to back. I never thought it was – I never took took it to be uh, serious, and that was what the fun was. Like, if you guys were – if you guys had played it serious and been, like, super pissed, then it would have – it wouldn't have worked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, like, it just – it worked out perfectly. So now you're part of the pirate ship. And uh, the whole thing is funny to look back at. But I just remember – and, yeah, Quentin was pissed at us. Quentin, I dude. watched back – I played it back for him when he came into the office, like, a month ago. I was like, dude, look, watch this clip. He's like, you know what? That fucking pisses me off. Fuck those guys. And, obviously, Quentin Nelson, I'm like, I'm not trying to start shit with him. I was hey, like, hey, you seen I was like hey, can I show you this clip? But, like, just settle down there, big boy. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he laughed about it, too. So, it's all good. Dude, Quinn, Quinn is like the nicest human. Quinn is, Quinn is what we were talking about, JJ Watt, like nicest human being in the world. He's not going to dish it like that, but he's like one of the dudes, like won't hurt a fly unless for some reason he puts a helmet on. Then all of a sudden it's absolutely terrifying. Quinn, the only (laughs) thing I have to ask about Quinn is I'm sure you guys have gone out with him. Quinn strikes me as the friend, and this isn't a bad thing, because again, this is a friend that we all have that. Uh, when I had a few beers, maybe wrestles a little with the guys and then, like, ends up, like, breaking someone's leg because he's ten times bigger than everyone. I can see it happening. I can absolutely see it happening. But it's all, like, good fun. Yeah. I was with Quentin in Cabo, and uh, he spent a whole entire dinner pretending that drinks were talking shit to him <laughs> and then just chugging them in front. He's like, what'd you say about me? You said I look a little fat today? And he would just chug a margarita. And he, hey, did Taylor, seven, Taylor. he did like seven or eight times the entire the entire time we were there to the point where like I left Cabo thinking that food was talking shit to me and actually would start eating the food because like, in the name of Quint Nelson. That's in the amazing. name of Quint Nelson, dude. That's Is that why you, that's that's why we're always when we're out eating, you're like, and you see me like one that like he's something nice, you're like, hey Will's that thing talking shit to you. That's really <laughs> Yes, yeah, dude. We'll be out there, a little cookie. Yo, hey, that cookie talking shit to you. Hey, like, con- yep. hey, I see a little shit over there. I'll tell you what. Speaking of not eating cookies, they can't, like, first off, let's just put it all behind us. I think mm-hmm. we can all agree we're friends now at this well, point. Well, yeah, you guys, you guys, your success. Sure. Yep, and we're going to start it off. Oh, hang on, hang on. No, 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 Taylor. I want to hear what he was about to say. <laughs> okay. We're all good because I want you guys to be successful. Your success puts money into my pocket. So I okay, want okay, you guys okay, okay. to win. I, I thought he was going to say happening. You didn't yeah, see that happening right there? <laughs> no. That's no. hilarious. No, like I'm, I'm just, team busting with he, the boys. As, as soon as Big Cat went, well, I'm excited. That high pitch frequency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he lives in New York. He hasn't gotten that excited in two weeks. He's in quarantine. He literally is so excited for us to make money, which by the way, you're welcome. I think we're the number one podcast in your guys' little thing. So the yeah, pirate ship is really afloat. <laughs> Not you even guys, close. The, the pirate ship was literally like, we don't know what to do. We're in, we're in quarantine. And they just literally pulled a lever that said, bust them with the boys. And we, 
Here's what I'm gonna do. And we're now we're now drifting off the sea, dude, and getting your sales right. You're welcome. Here's what I'm gonna do. You know those little um the little the little uh trucks that like little kids drive around like three year olds. I'm gonna get my my son's not he's only ten months now, but when he gets to be like two, I'm gonna buy one. I'm gonna put busting with the boys all over it. I'm gonna buy it with the money that you're putting in my pocket. Perfect. Ooh, I love it. There it is. There I love it. I love it. My daughter is um she's two and a half now. And um, her daddy made his, his own money. So we're just going to buy her whatever she wants, whatever she wants. So they'll be okay. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll pay for your stuff too. It's amazing. Taylor, what are, you, what are, you, what are, what are we trying to do here? What are, I don't know. He way? started it again. He did it again. I know. Yeah. He, I'm literally, <laughs> I love I thought, I'm literally, I'm literally sweating right now. Oh my God. He got me all hot and bothered. <laughs> I thought he was going to say your success came from recycling an idea we used to have because no. internally that bothers me when I hear that. I try not to react because, hey, I can take a good joke. Yeah, oh, it's something uh, I do, in, I do that. in my gut will mean? burn when somebody says, oh, where'd you get the bus idea from? And I literally think in my head, it literally came from Taylor's brain when he saw a picture of a bus and just got excited. Well, yeah, when he saw when he saw Barstool Van talk and he was like, dude, this would be good. Um, no, I I never thought you guys <laughs> ripped us off for that. That is the most like interviewing people. We ripped Jerry Seinfeld off. Like he, Jerry Seinfeld lift, rip, ripped off uh, the t- uh, taxi cab confessions, dude. Like or whatever the fuck. Like there's this has been done a million times. Guys so I never, yeah, I never thought you guys did that. It's such a that was, that was a PFT that. comment. That was a PFT. Uh, move. We'll <sighs> have him on next. One thing um, that I do have a beef with Barstool about, which we're fine now. Fake guy, but I, I, I'm sorry, I got a little hot there for a second. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's, it's I haven't had a lot of human contact in the last two weeks, so it's nice to finally get revved up. Um, when I was in college at Michigan, a football player. Barstool would come and have these banger parties. And I I'd never even thought about this. And then last night, my wife and I started watching the, the Barstool, the documentary you guys have, which is unbelievable, by the way. I'm like on episode four or five. And we started doing how they're making these parties. I never got into those parties ever. I actually was turned away several times. Dude. And okay. I, it, is a full, it is a full circle thing for me. And so I'm very happy to be a part of the Fiber Chip. Listen. Listen, those parties, like, I would have given you my invite because I've never felt more awkward in my life when we would do those. Dave and I would go, and, and it was – there were sometimes we'd have parties that were not – we didn't have to go to, but I know for a fact we went to at least one in Ann Arbor where Dave and I were dressed in togas. I was probably 29 or 30. Dave was, like, 38 or 39. I've never felt more out of place in a party like in my life i was mortified standing there in a fucking toga and of course all the kids didn't wear togas they're like fuck this we're not wearing togas so we showed up like in the we're the only two people in togas and we're like what the fuck is going on here and i think we stayed for like a half hour we're like we got to get out of here so i i would have given you my invite they they were uh it was fun when we did them because it was like that was when we're really building it up and like had to be boots on the ground but uh, it's funny that that is full circle. <clears throat> it's wild. What, what year do you think that was that you guys were in Ann Arbor? If you had to guesstimate. 13, 14? Well, I was there in 13. Yeah. Yeah, 13 or 13. 14. Yeah, probably both. I mean, we went to a couple times. We, we went there for uh, different videos and different shit. Yeah, no, I, I never expected to like, get a, a, a treatment to get in there. I don't know why I thought I would be able to get in. But I remember going to these Barcelona things and like being like, this is this would be so sick to be a part of this and then here we are it's wild and now and now 
it's kind of another full circle because I'm 28, married with a kid. I'm too old to go to those parties now. Yes. So things. Yes. So I've, I I was born too late. I guess I don't know. Yes. Yes. Tough Will, life. what's um, what's are you still on a team right now? <laughs> no, that wasn't supposed to be me. No, I'm actually asking question, Taylor. <laughs> Taylor, that's no, a serious question. I wasn't question. trying to Don't be mean. Fucking laugh. No, I know you're not. I was I actually not. asking. I, I didn't know if not. you had, if because I know no. you were on a team last year. Yeah, uh, free agency started like mid March, so I'm I'm back to being a free agent again. Is it? Do you think coronavirus is fucking with like? Because I I've always it is weird to see from like the media side. I feel like the the dudes at the top end are getting paid still, but like everyone else is kind of screwed because if a team's going to take a risk on someone or like, you know, sign someone, they want to do the physical, they want to do the meeting and all that shit. You can't do any of it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like a couple things I've heard is that it can, the, like the guys who make not the guys that aren't at the top, everybody else. Um, I was talking to somebody the other day, an agent the other day, and they were kind of telling me that um, like owners, the way everything is like the landscape of spending money and spending cash. And you might take a couple million in cash and give the, give to some vet. Uh, if it's, if it's affecting your bottom line, because a lot of the owners aren't as liquid as like a Jerry Jones outside of owning a football team. Like a lot of their liquidity, it's really counting on this football season happening and stuff like that. So there's kind of a, that's a theory. That's not like end all be all, but that was like a thought of like some, uh, second tier, third tier for agent guys getting signed. Like there's kind of a period that where everybody's kind of in the standstill. That makes sense. I just fucking hope they have football. I mean, I'm going to, it's going to Dude, suck. it's crazy. I mean, it doesn't seem like we're going to have any kind of off season program. No, I mean, I got to no. be on a team to have one. Zero, but... zero. Yeah. But, uh, but like, think about like the draft picks and stuff. Like how weird is that going to be for them? They're going to just, they won't show up till maybe June, July at the earliest. Right. At the right. earliest. They might not show up till – I mean, when we were talking to Kirk Herbstreit, he's talking about, like, college football season happening in February and March. Who is to say that doesn't happen to the NFL too? Right. You know? Right. I mean, how long does that go? How long is our, our break after that? Do, we, do we go kind of like a baseball where it's like three months and then we go to, like, right back into it? It's, it's, a it's, a cra- it's crazy. Because if, if you do college like that in the spring, you're going to have the draft and training for – like, training for all this stuff happening. Thing. The whole thing. So you're gonna have to up. kind of postpone. Yeah, the whole thing fucks it up. Fucks up you got, it's, whole, it's almost like you gotta you gotta stay in your lane with the August through January, because if you go into uncharted territories of January to March, April, what all that, you've now fucked up 2021, and now it's like, what, what do you do then? Are you Taylor? Do you know the answer to this? Like, if they cancel the season, do you get paid or no? I would assume that's no. The biggest, that's the biggest question. So there was an article. I think so. My, I think we do. Uh, um. There was an article that came out that was like the NBA and MLB and hockey can do something where they can like say like a natural disaster and like there's some sort of way they can twist it to not pay the players. And like the NFL – and I don't, this might not be right at all. I might be totally wrong. The NFL somehow in the CBA, which is, might be the only thing we've done right in the CBA, like that is – like they can't do that. They, they would have to pay us still. Like we're, they're still contractually obligated to pay us the 2020 season, which – interesting. That would be, I, I don't know, chaos. Because like Will's saying, if it's true, like some teams are cash poor and they're leaning on that, that thing to happen, like who's a guy like Portnoy to like go get pennies in the dark, go buy a team, you know? Yeah. 
something crazy. That something is crazy fucking true, dude. <laughs> I well, think the stock market has to do better than uh, these next few days for that dude, to happen. Okay, so I was really yeah, thinking, that is like, hilarious. <laughs> I, I saw the videos of the racetrack. I, I've I've become like an avid barstool guy since we've we've joined, and I've been watching a lot of uh, the pizza reviews and the box reviews, and I just feel like. Dave might be mentally unstable right now, and we need to call somebody and go to his house. I'm, wor- I'm worried about the guy. Yeah, he, he, we <laughs> just—I literally just taped the rundown before I came on here, and I was telling him, I was like, I think the unboxing will kill you. Like, it's going to kill you. Um, and he was saying like he couldn't sleep last night because he had so many baby cuts on his hand. And I was like, this is exactly like a running back getting like 35 carries in a game, and then Monday morning, like they can't walk down <laughs> <Yeah>. the stairs. <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad for the guy, man. And then he signs this big deal with what uh this what gambling company. Yeah. And gambling's not doing too hot right now, dude. And I'm I, not. I'm, I'm yeah. not coming at Dave. I'm not saying he's like. It's just like kind of just like what's out there, right? No, no. no it's we'll, it's, we'll my, it's me too. I, it's, I boss. I boss yeah. with the pin stock. Yeah. I was ready to ride. I was ready to ride the way. Oh, dude. Our our boy, our dude who like owns the company we're working with, that he's saying this like we got to back him somehow. We, so the boy, I'm just shovel some money into the pen just to see it crash. We'll be back. We'll be back. I mean, I have my futures in pen, so we'll be back. It's you know, we'll oh no question, back. it's gonna come right back up, dude. Dude, once sports come back, it's like all good news from there. Then we'll be back. All good news from there. Things are gonna skyrocket as soon as sports come back. Give me one sport. I don't care. Just have one ball moving on my screen, and it's like, boom. Next thing you know, we're back. Pause. <laughs> one, you just need one ball moving on that guy's screen. That's all you need. Yes. yes. No, no pause. Lance dude. Armstrong. Yes. And last but not least, dude, because definitely not least, they are my favorite. Manscaped. Support for Bustin' with the Boys comes from Manscaped, who is the best in the men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. And I'm not, I'm not shitting you. If you go back and listen to the other episodes that I'm talking about, Manscaped, go on my Twitter, go on my Instagram. I've done some free shout outs. I've done some free shout outs for Manscaped, dude. That's how much I love their product. April's Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. Did you know one guy every hour, every day is diagnosed with testy cancer? So this is a reminder to all the men listening to go check your shit down there. Not Go check your balls, man. Get your stuff. If they're feeling a little small, that's normal. That's just you. That's genetic. If they're feeling a little puffy, a little bigger, trust me, you're not. You, you don't need to be proud of that. You need to go get checked out because you might be in trouble. Manscaped. In addition to providing the right tools and solutions for safe and easy manscaping, uh, they've partnered with Testicular Cancer Society to spread awareness for men's health and early cancer detection. Together, TCS and Manscaped are committed to raising awareness for the most common forms of cancer in men age 15 to 35. I'm in that age group. I, I'm, I'm going to start checking myself right now and giving support for firefighters, um, survivors, uh, families. Yo, I said firefighters. It's just fighters. Support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testy cancer um, as part of their We Save Balls initiative. While you're down there cleaning your sack, uh, go ahead, give them a little investigation, feel them around a little bit, push them together, go in between for lumps and changes in size or any pain. I think we, I think we can all agree that it's pretty fun playing with your balls anyway. So just go ahead and go down there right now as you're listening to this episode. Just just put your hands down your pants. I don't care if your wife or somebody's right sitting right next to you. They're hearing me talk to you. You both kind of look at each other weirdly. Just slide your hand down there and start giving it a little. Start giving a little investigation. 
Um, Manscaped recommends you check yourself once a month. Uh, if you do feel any lumps or swelling, give your doctor a call. In addition to checking yourself regularly, you want to make sure that your sack is looking fresh and clean with Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Let me tell you about this perfect package. You'll find an electric trimmer called the Lawnmower 3.0. Used it this morning. Uh, it's clean up some stuff. And I have a little fun. I might have put it on my face for a second to clean a, clean a little area up. Who cares? We're not telling anybody. Um, this waterproof and skin safe, te- skin safe technology will, will protect you from nicking your sack. So there's no more bleeding. There's no more incidents. There's no more being scared down there. You get to go down there. It's got a nice little LED light, guides you throughout the way, no cutting. Again, no blood. Some of these liquid tools for your family jewels include the Crop Preserver. This is an anti-chafing deodorant for your balls. It smells phenomenal. Your balls stink anyway, so you need to get them things smelling nice. We also got the crop, the crop reviver, a spray on ball toner and refresher, a little spritzer spray on the go. Uh, you get in the truck, you go everywhere. You you're jogging around. You just give them a little spritzer spray. Them things will be smelling fresh, dude. The perfect package 3.0 also includes anti-chafing performance boxer brief that keeps your package cool and smelling fresh all day. Join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your balls today. Get 20% off and free shipping. With code BUSSIN, B-U-S-S-I-N, at manscaped.com. Learn more about testicular cancer screening at manscaped.com slash we save balls um, and share their educational video to help save lives and balls. You also get 20% off and free shipping. Again, code BUSSIN at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Back to the episode. Yes. Yeah. Dude, all, t- talk. unbelievable work. Unbelievable work. I'm going to change the subject because we were talking about the cookie thing earlier, and it made me think of all of your weight loss. What moment happened when you're just like, yo, I'm just going to lose a shit ton of weight? Because you look you look weight. When I saw you in the jumpsuit and live in action, I was like, yo, big cat is not necessarily big cat anymore. Well, no, he's medium cat. I'm back yeah. up, though. I'm Oprah, so I yo-yo. I go back. Jo- Jonah Hill? You yeah, Jonah dude. Hill? I'm like, there's like a 30. It's pr- pretty much – my, I mean, my bar stool like career, it's anywhere from like 205 to like 250, 255. So it's a long, like, but it's usually I'm, I'm somewhere in like a 20, 30 pound, uh, like yo-yo right now, actually today I'm, I started my diet on Monday. So I gained 15 pounds in the first three weeks of quarantine. That's hard strong. to do. That's hard to do. I'm now trying to get that back off, go the other way. I know it's like, it's the unhealthiest thing you can do. I think that's like the number one thing to like, don't yo-yo your weight. And it's, that's all. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. And they say like, if you want to gain weight healthy, it's one pound a week. If you want to lose weight healthy, it's one, one pound a week. It's like, that's like, you should stair climb it down, stair climb it down. Yeah. So like I'm, the, I'm 15 pounds in three weeks. And then uh, in two days of dieting, I'm down like five pounds. So I'm the do opposite you, of that. Do you listen to anything or any other podcast like that? What, wait, say? say that again. You broke up for a sec. Sorry. Do you listen to like a Joe Rogan or anything like that? I don't listen to Joe Rogan. No. Um, the length always. I just don't have enough time. Yeah, in the that's day. tough. I'll listen to Joe Rogan if there's a guest that I really want to listen to. Um, like I listened to the the last one I probably listened to was uh, the Queens of Stone Age uh, lead guitarist. That was like three months ago. But I listened to. I listen to Rosillo uh, because he's a friend. I listen to Flex. I don't even know what else I listen to, to be honest. Like I, ju- I jump around a lot. Like it's really yeah. just seasonal too. Like I will listen to. I'll try to find like whatever sports going on just to kind of like supplement whatever my knowledge is in what we're talking about. Being like, all right, 
like this is I'm listening to this guy about college basketball or NBA or anything like that. So it's really right. jumping around. So like the reason why I brought up Joe Rogan is he does a lot of he's obviously a big health freak, a big exercise freak, and he does a bunch of stuff like TRT, testosterone therapy stuff. Why don't you just dabble in that? Why don't you get Buff Cat? Dude, I want to, but I feel like that's a, there's a fucks super healthy up, way to right? do it. No, 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 no. No, so not, like not testosterone. Like, as football as football players, you, we obviously can't do it. But there's well, like um he- <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen, listen. I failed. Well, if you do, it, you get caught. Whoa, wait, get caught. Wait, I'll, fight, I'll fight my own battles. I'll fight my own battles. Okay, <laughs> everything's fine. Everything's fine. There's this thing called Austrian. That's what I failed for. It was a trace amount, not even enough to do anything. For people and who are listening people, right now, Taylor just pulled out a card out of his wallet. It looks like it's from his lawyer, and he's reading it word for word. <laughs> <laughs> so this thing is called Austrian. There's a trace amount, dude. And it's for people with osteoporosis. The thing that I got popped for wouldn't even be a benefit in football. That being said, I've done a whole bunch of things about it. I took a lie detector test. I, uh, there's nothing else I can do. That, that I don't want to go back in time here, but that that timing of our beef and then you getting popped like oh, right after. Bro. Oh, bro. That know, was gold. Hey, and I, I, can't, I can't even – dude, I have to – like literally when I put it out there, when I press send on that video, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not even joking, you came into my mind. I'm like, fuck. Well, there it goes. And you know what else I also thought when we were going through our beef is if it got really bad – I looked at Will and I was like, man, if I have one bad game, like if I had give up a sack, like who's to say Barstool doesn't just like go and put that on every single social media account? Yeah, that's right. Like, you did say you that. Could you easily, say that. easily just kill me for everything. So we motivated that, you to play well. Yeah. Yep. Thank you very much. I there appreciate it is. that. There it so is. anyway, you so can testosterone. Go. I do want to do it. How uh, can okay. I do it? Yeah. There's a doctor in New York. Actually, he's a nutritionist that I use now. His name's Oz Garcia, and he can get you on. It's a healthy way to give you more testosterone that would like is beneficial for your muscles, for your joints, for your ligaments. And it doesn't make you like fucking super yoked up, but it like helps your metabolism, helps you have leaner muscle, like helps burn fat better. And there's not like a ebbs and flows. You have titties one week, you have, you know, muscles yeah. the next. It's like, it's literally like a healthy, steady diet of like keeping your testosterone at a decent level. Cause after the age of 27 years old, your testosterone starts doing this. Yeah, that's why. That's oh, dude, why I'm low T. I've been low T for a while. Well, I'm, I'm, I got to be low T too. Usually, people that work out a lot, like or us. bigger dudes, yeah. like us, you know, and Will, Will's here too. The guys that work out and stuff like that, they have like a lo- lower testosterone because they use it all when they work out. So if yeah, you were to do, I, mean, I, bet, I bet you if you did the, all the offensive linemen in the NFL, I bet you 85 percent of them be low low testosterone. That makes sense. I've just used up all my testosterone just being that's a fucking it. alpha. You you have a, you said you have a boy, right? Yes. Strong testosterone. Mm-hmm. But you're Strong a girl dad. You get to use the hashtag girl dad. I'm so jealous. I know. That's so cool, dude. That's so cool. <laughs> God. I'll tell you what, dude. Having a girl is is pretty epic. I'm not going to lie. Because she's sweet. She's nice. I we've, we've gone through a phase in the last three, four days where I think my daughter hates me. And so that's not like a fun thing at all because like she literally does, she wants nothing to do with me. And I've done nothing wrong. I don't understand it. And I'm at, literally at the mercy I feel like I'm in high school getting picked on right now by my child. So my days usually consist of me trying to win back my kid by feeding her cookies when her mom's not looking and stuff like that. But nice. anyway, Oz Garcia, go check him out because I feel like if you want to get, you can become buff cat, dude. Forget big yes. cat. Yes. I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I need to get like, 
it's just the energy thing. I always say it like people are like, oh, dude, like you're trying to get in shape to look good. It's like, no, I don't give a fuck how I look. I just want to not like wake yep. up and be tired all the time. You drag an ass dude. in the afternoon. Yeah. That's what Will and I talk about that all the time. How can we optimize our energy all the time? Like, how do you, like, how do you stay up? Like, how do dudes like David Goggins and Joe Rogan, those types of dudes, like, always are going and going and going? It's like, I tried to do it for three, four days and I crashed. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Absolutely. Taylor, you got a second one coming on the way. Tell him, tell him, the, tell him the name. Taylor's a second okay. child, a girl. You got a name coming? Yeah. Yeah, Willow. Ooh. Willow A. Lawan is going to be her name. So I'm a girl. I was surprised too. I was, I was surprised. And I was honored. That's an honor, Will. Yeah. yeah Don't I was, I was even. They, sent, they sent me down. They called me. They're like, hey, will you come over to the house? Uh, we want to tell you something. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I get my truck like I always do. Don't ask any questions. They need my my people need a favor. No questions asked. I'm on. Drive on over there. They sent me down. They're like, hey, mm-hmm. we've been thinking a lot. We went back and forth on a lot of names. We were hoping for a boy because we we're gonna name him after you, but we're having a girl and we would still like to name her after you. And we're just gonna it's gonna be Willow. And yeah. there's tears. Taylor started crying for some reason. We mm-hmm. hugged and yeah. it, it I, I'm I am I'm honored. I can't wait for it to happen. Huge. I'm gonna have a big announcement. Yeah. It's we actually, my wife and I, since that conversation with Will, that was actually 100% factual. Everything he just said, the, nothing was off base at all. We've actually started, we've thought about changing the name now. So we're actually looking at a new baby names. But as of Danielle. right now, it's Willow A. one. Danielle, solid. Uh-huh. Danielle. Okay, we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> da- Danielle's too too basic. I think I know a couple of Danielle's and... Uh, <laughs> nah. I have a couple nah, memories no, a couple. with some Danielle's. I actually know some Danielle's from back in the day. Nah, nah, I'm good on Danielle's. Oh, shit. You know what I'm shit. We'll be all right. Well, we got anything yeah. else, boys? What are we thinking? Hey, what do um, you think about the. Like hey, I've got some notes. I got some notes right there. The new unis. What yeah, let me see. Let me unis? see some notes oh, real quick. Yeah. I got five more minutes because like, I told Trista that I would do something with her. Uh, but yeah, let me see. Let me see the notes. Let's, let's, go, let's go speed round through the notes. New unis. Uh, what do you think? Buccaneers. Uh, Bucks, new unis, whatever. Who cares? It's the Bucks. Really? I, yeah, I get what you mean Bucks. on that point, but I gotta stay. I, my boy Levante David, I can't hate the Bucks, but I like the I like the Bucks how, how they're going back to their normal early two thousands look. I yes. yeah, I had no real problem with it. It's just like I don't know. I when you do a uni drop, I feel like it's just always gonna be not like it, it's never gonna be the hype that you're putting behind it and people are always gonna roast it. So when I saw the Bucks uniform, I let me say this. The positive for the Bucks uniform is I really had no issue with it. There you go. It's that's actually like the last season of Game get. of Thrones. Yeah, that's yeah. as good as you can get because no one will ever be like, Oh my god, those uniforms are incredible, those new ones. Right. They're just yeah, gonna be like Yeah, yeah like that's okay. Yeah. Atlanta Falcons. So the throwbacks that they have are one of my favorite uniforms out there the black tops white bottoms everything else they put out there's trash yeah the whole atl on the front i just it doesn't look good dude no it's it feels it's got that you know how everybody uses the xfl or arena football league jersey it, it that's what it reminds me of have you seen taylor yeah yeah i'm, I'm not a fan i like i like their old school stuff I, yeah i'm a firm i'm a firm believer the more old school you go with uniforms, the cooler they actually look. They, it, I don't know why teams just don't do throwbacks. Like, like if you guys wore Houston Oilers gear, like those, oh, those, those light fire, blues dude. would be so fire. The Falcons' yeah. old uniforms are awesome. I don't know why teams deviate from – like, just because it's old doesn't mean it's bad. It's usually good. I'm no, not a fan so of I, I, actually, I actually talked to Amy Adams-Shuck about that situation, and she said she wants, she wants to do the Oilers throwbacks. 
but it's the helmet issue because you can't change the color of the helmet. Shell. But they're right? talking about changing the shell. Yeah, they're doing that yeah. now. They're changing that. Yeah. So she, I, I think if they change the shell, I think we go oil or throwback, which I think there's a lot of haters out there that would say the Houston Texans should be able to wear it because it's Houston. I fully disagree. They yeah. moved it. The franchise moved. The, the, the Tennessee Titans should be able to use the oiler uniforms. Agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. And Last it, thing, draft, draft on Zoom. Having oh, draft done. on Zoom. Packed. Packed. How, how is this going to work? I know, dude. I, I have no idea. I was listening to Chris Long's podcast. Or shout out Chris Long. Um, yeah. But the idea of it having on Zoom, and he's like, yo, anybody can hack this stuff. Like, yes. How are, you, how are you going to have any conversation with all in your war room that you have set up without somebody going to hack something? Also, like, one, coaches are going to be so confused. Like, Vrabel's the best, but there's no way that he will like. They'll someone will put it in front of him, and he'll he's a smart guy. But like, imagine that like you have internet issues or it like chops in and out. He's gonna lose it. No, oh dude, he's gonna punch he'll, whoever's he'll right like, next uh, to him. He'll be like, what's the two guys from uh, Zoolander throw literally like apes on the computer, yes. and then he'll throw they'll throw it on the ground. <laughs> yes, like, yes, he, exactly. he won't be able to handle that at all. Yes, I think uh, I, I think what they need to do is literally just do NFL NFL Network needs to put Rich Eisen by himself in front of a camera, and then people just Ooh, hand him a, hand him a note. Love Rich Eisen, hand him a note, and he says who they pick, and then it goes to you know Todd McShay and all these other guys, and they're in their own areas and they talk about it. That's but like if you're sitting there with a Zoom and it's like. You know, some guys like this trying to talk and do it. He's like, yeah, so we, we picked uh, – he's a good player, and it's, just, it's not going to work that way. It just won't work that way. So uh, I, I think you need to keep it as basic as possible. Andy Reid, him trying to do that, he's probably still celebrating his damn Super Bowl. There's yeah. no way he's going to be sober enough to handle – No, he doesn't like drink. He doesn't drink? He's a Mormon. I don't know what that means. He just eats, dude. I hate, yeah, he I hate, just I eats. Hey, hey, I knew a couple of Daniels that were Mormon back in the day, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Yeah, kidding. he just eats. God that's hilarious. Him. Yeah. God, that, that's impressive. That is, yeah. you know, you know, all the power to him, too. And then, you know what? If anything happened from today's podcast, I got educated. Yes, there you go. Perfect. That's beautiful. It's been fun. I've had a, I've had a, uh, I, I don't care what everyone says about you guys. You're a lot funnier yeah. than I thought you'd be. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, <laughs> yep. Well, there's nothing hey, hey, really hey. to say to that. Are you, guys hey, are you guys backlogging right now? Well, so what we're doing is like every uh, week we go into the studio one night. So like last night we went in and we recorded four interviews. So it's kind of like that. So like we're, we're, we're doing everything on Zoom, but then one night a week we go in and we try to get like, we just did interview, 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 right back, back and forth. So it sucks because oh, you, you can't obviously interview anyone in person right now. Yeah, PFT made the comments that you guys don't talk unless you're, like, in front of a mic or really camera. Not don't talk, like, your friendship sucks. But he's saying, like, we don't really do anything unless we can get some content out of it. Right, at this point, no, that's just basic, like, that's, yeah, like, during the, if, if times were normal, we'd be talking all the time. But because times aren't normal, like, mm -hmm. we basically are, gotcha, like, gotcha. let's save, we don't have a lot of content. So let's save, usually we'd be texting ideas or texting jokes. It's like, let's save all of our discussion for the podcast because there's no sports to talk about yeah and taylor and i don't do that see that all. yeah unoriginal people yeah well will and i just kind of go off the cuff 24 7 that's what makes it so funny and we're original but that i think he's going to do is really good too um, yeah we love you guys big fans um shout out to p uh what is it part of my take second best podcast and all of our still <laughs> really proud of you guys what you guys have done um, <laughs> thank you make 
make sure to subscribe, rate five stars on Bustle with the Boys. Do what you want on part of my take. Thank you guys so much for tuning in.